0: Uh, I got two unders to choose from. I'll give you one; it's going to count, and the other one you can just take that and put it in your back pocket. I'm okay. not going to ask for anything. All right, uh, all right. Uh, if you look at the Chargers, uh, their last five, um, four of five have gone under. I think. Okay, and so I think I feel I'll like give they out.
1: Played pretty well in Kansas City.
0: They have played well in Kansas. Low C is.
2: Caroline Wozniacki for crying out loud the, the the
0: other under is Baltimore Detroit and this is the one that I'm going to play it's at 42 I like that number um give me Baltimore
3: Detroit under the green light podcast welcomes you It is midweek. Stanford, Steve, fresh off the plane from Monday Night Football in L.A. Steve joins us to talk a little college football, the big games this weekend. It's Ohio State and Penn State. We give a little love to Marcus Hagans. Alabama has a big matchup. Duke, Florida State, pairing of ACC foes. USC might have a scary one against Utah. We get into our NFL locks, and then we ask a couple NFL questions on the back because the playoffs are shaping up. Some of those teams that are leading the pack are beginning to take shape, and the teams that are falling to the bottom are watching their playoff hopes become smaller and smaller. It's a great conversation with Steve. He will be every Wednesday for the rest of the football season. I hope you all enjoy, and we will catch you Friday with a very special Friday for show.
0: Kissed Steve. Uh-oh. <laughs> He's back. He's back from sunny California. Hey, I can see it, dude. I can see it on your dome, bro. You didn't put any SPF on that bad boy? <laughs> oh,
2: yeah.
1: We got it in. Just wasn't enough. Uh, it's like fake life out there. It really is. Just Where would you live? Manhattan Beach. Yeah. It's Right, right near Ryan. It's stupid. Hey, no, I was say? actually in a... I, was in a, I like I like being down the other end. It was,
2: oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. How do you say Los Feliz? Los I don't, know. I Los, don't know. Los, fi, Los Feliz? Where's that? I don't know. That's where I'd be. Are you being Los Feliz? <laughs> Los, Los, Los Feliz.
0: Hey, uh, Steve, I saw you last night. Uh, Dave Damashek sent me a picture of my two favorite. Well, two of my three f- favorite ball guys. It was Ryan and it was Steve. And you guys were leaning on the uh, banister there at SoFi having a good time having a conversation about God knows what, how was the game?
1: Uh, Incredible. To – I don't think I've – I mean, I've always – my NFL games attended isn't big. Like, I always went to Giants games or Jets games when I was young, Patriots. And to see a visiting team come in and, like, be around it in Manhattan Beach and uh, Santa Monica and see how many Cowboys shirts there were – but then, like doors open, was it two hours before kickoff? Scott starts a pregame show, and it's just inundated with the star. I mean, they're just all in there, and I mean, I fast forward to the last drive, and when Parsons blows up that double team, like that place is rocking, yeah. and the interception, it's even louder. Like I just, that's got to be a brutal feeling, uh, for for charge. I mean, it's not even a mention. Out there, you know? I mean, everybody you talked to was there for the Cowboys.
0: Yeah, it's like when when we played there, the Eagle Eagle fans took it over. And um, last night it felt like a a road game for them. And the way they're sitting, like, they've been good for stretches. And it hasn't caught on in L.A. for them. I know there's, like, Chargers fans that are listening and being like, hey, we fucking care about the team, the whole thing. But week in and week out, it does not feel like they're playing with a home field advantage there.
1: No, it's not even close. No. I mean, it really is not. I mean, I can remember. I mean, even when they were in San Diego, uh, you know, the Steelers would go out there and it was it was a joke. Yeah. And you would see it on TV. But to be there in person and see it, uh, it just is, is so eye-opening. And then the other factor that the Chargers have, I think with fantasy football and red zone and that kind of dynamic is – I had a researcher look it up. You know, everybody made a big deal of the Vikings last year, right? 11 0 in one score games. Yeah. The Chargers played 12. 12 one score games. And again, like last night, you just, you know, it's coming down to it. And, the idea that you're in these close games all the time, I think that they, they get more eyeballs from non-fans because it's fantasy people. You know, people love Herbert because yeah, yeah. he's good in fantasy. You know, it's, it's just a, a dynamic you get in the NFL. That, They're like
0: the loneliest team in, in football. Yeah, it's, kind of. And, you know, and like,
1: what was really eye-opening, Chris, like you've seen it now where like they have the VIP standing areas in yeah. like – from like the 10-yard line to the back of the end zone on yeah. the sidelines. And they just rope it off, and fans could come in that have access. And you just stand there and watch the, the teams warm up. It's really cool. In New York for a Jets and a Giants game, there's no room in those ropes, none. Right. Yeah. And last night I'm walking by, I I couldn't believe it. Like they're empty. There's like nobody. <laughs> I don't I don't care to go down to the field and see the guys warm up. Like I'm in awe every week of just seeing um, these guys and what they do in pregame. I, I, I the fight. Weeks, Hey, uh-huh. Did you see the fight last night? I time? did. I did. I was down the other end of the end zone. I couldn't get it. Yeah,
0: Fowler active with his hands all night. Yeah. In, the back in field, more ways too. than one. Yeah, no. And it could get ugly for, uh, for, for the Chargers, man. I looked this up because later on we're going to talk about the, the AFC playoff race a little bit, but Chargers next six weeks at Chiefs, at Jets, Lions, and Ravens
2: for six weeks. Two and two. Yeah, at best. Kellen Moore looks like danish danish professional tennis great caroline wozniacki does he not let me see no
0: <laughs> no should have had woes calling plays last night no i think her <laughs> i think justin herbert uh where
1: do you want me to go i don't know he does
0: she does look a little bit thank like you. Kelly. not in the picture you showed me but in the <laughs> one on the, yeah. the one with her hair wet thank you chris yeah. how
1: how early did you come out for games
0: uh, I usually uh, – that's a good question. I used to come out, do a walk around the stadium, and I listen to – it's very cliche, but I listen to Phil Collins. and in the air walk, Yeah, and walk around the – Did you sing it really Phil loud Co- too? No. Is there another Phil Collins song that I should know? <laughs> I mean, I was walking around the, the stadium in the beginning, like catch up with a buddy that I – you know, like if Kyle – Yeah. I was playing Kyle, like see Kyle or whoever – Go back in the locker room and, you know, D-line's last group out. So, I just take my time, you know, hour-long kind of runway onto the field.
1: But, like, I see – like, I went down. I want to watch, you know, Lawrence warm up and those guys. And, like, the poor D-line, like, assistants that have to wear the dummy on the chest plate – yeah, that are just getting destroyed with hand punches. Oh, yeah, those pre-game. guys are getting crushed. And now, like, the o lineman got, like, this – I don't even know what it is, but it's a weight, and that's what they're using to punch and, yeah. and pass pro pregame. Uh, I went out it's there early. Workout. I wanted to go see my guy, uh, Zach Martin. He doesn't even come out. Yeah. He doesn't, no. <laughs> doesn't even no, – He like comes la- out with later team. In, that's
0: it. Later, later in my career, I realized there was no point in warming up an hour before you warm up again. Yeah. And, like, you should just conserve your energy. I do want, want to it?
1: give good news, though. Cowboys fans, Trey Lance, first guy out on the field throwing balls. So, you're back up. Oh, yeah. you you got a I mean, deep mean, Well, the way Dak played
0: last night, honestly, you don't have to worry about that. that. Dak took a lot of shit last week, man. And, you know, kind of where I sit on Dak is, you know, th- there's a lot of guys in the NFL who haven't been able to get over the hump. He's not alone. There's also a lot of guys this year, as we talked about on Monday, who have not played well you know, like major elite type quarterbacks, you know, Jalen Hurts at times, Patrick Mahomes, um, you know, Justin Herbert, you know, although he's had a good year, he struggled at times. Um, Lamar, the whole group, so Dak struggling, it doesn't make him that much different, but I thought this game was a big kind of like back against the wall game for him. And I thought he escaped pressure all night and gave them second chances to extend plays and attack the second level of defense. And Brandon Cooks was great. Yeah. Uh, like he finally came on for them. So, you know, I thought this was a big, big win for them. And the Chargers defensively, man, you play well most of the night, right? Dallas couldn't get the run game going. That, that Tony Pollard touchdown, the effort, I don't know if you saw the clip that I posted. You know, at first, I'm sitting in the hotel room and I'm like, Asante Samuel might have saved the game, right? Yep. Jr. That chase down was great, but you shouldn't even be talking about the chase down. There's five guys standing around the fucking ball, just standing there, mm-hmm. changing speed, stopping, watching. Like your back's against the wall as a team yeah. and you're supposed to be a defensive football team. You might have kept the points down, but that game was lost in that sequence. And mm-hmm. you know, it only takes one play. So
1: Yeah, that's what I said, especially when you're when you're playing a bona fide road game. Yep, you know, like it's just brutal. Yeah, Um,
0: brutal. And 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 Justin did not play well.
1: That that's what I was gonna say. It's really talking with Ryan uh, Clark after the game, and like seeing it in person now. And Dilfer always used to talk about being off platform throwing the football, like not having your feet set and your momentum behind throws. He has more off platform throws than anybody. Yeah. He's, like, I'm watching him throw the game, throw the ball before the game. I'm like, oh, my God. He never is able to set his feet and and get into a throw the whole game. And is it because of him? Is he antsy because of his O-line? Uh, whatever. I, I didn't watch the tape, but I couldn't believe how many times he's thrown the ball with, you know, open shoulder or getting pulled on by one leg or one arm and just totally open, you know, brutal fundamentals but that's what he has to do to get the ball off and it's you know he's got the finger on the other hand it's just a a bad look and a, and a guy that ta- as talented to see him uncomfortable as much as he was 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 really eye opening
0: i asked jay cutler today on the set of uh, our show i was like you know does that other finger affect the way or the confidence with which you throw the ball and he said absolutely not so I think it was. Yeah, just, he
1: missed he, three the, wide open deep balls that yeah. he usually. Even the even the trajectory was off.
0: That's his thing usually, and you know, like those are throws that I really do think he makes on a regular basis. Every quarterback gets games like this. Yep. Like you, it just so happens to be the one that everybody w- watches. Correct. You know, like and these two teams, obviously, when we picked it on Monday, I'm like, I don't know who to pick because it's just about who wants to give it away more. And like Dallas, ton of penalties, like defensive penalties in the first half. I was doing a, a tally, Dallas penalties on defense huh. alone or Philly home runs. Like it was a, at one point last night, it was close. Um, I was sitting in the hotel room. But but fucking <laughs> Justin Herbert's gotta win these games, yes. man. You know, like your back is against the wall. If you wanna be mentioned in the elite group among Mahomes, among Allen, Hurts, those guys, you got to convert the, these physical gifts you have into clutch moments. And he's led as many game winning drives as almost anybody in the NFL. And that, that's also a product of them constantly being in bad situations. Yeah. Like they took over the mantle of the 425 game, you know, watching Phillip Rivers run for his life mm-hmm. like clockwork every Sunday in a fucked up situation. The Chargers are now that team. And for Chargers fans, they're probably like, well, we've always been that team. Yeah. <laughs> but everybody's watching now and waiting. And when you get a Monday, night, a Monday night game like that and you got a chance to make a statement, not to mention the stretch they have coming up, I mean, you're kind of up shit's Creek now. This was a big one.
1: They never start off well, though. Yeah, I know. You know, and, and just going back to your thing about that, like, I just, I get it. Everybody wants to know who's going to be the good teams at the beginning of the season, I just go back and look like these quarterbacks. They don't play in the preseason, you know. There's only there's no match for game reps, and it sucks that you got to start start, you know, your ways like this. Yeah. So it's a long enough season to to make it up, but I think they they got a game with KC staring them in the face, right?
0: yeah, they do at Arrowhead. Um, hey, make any clock management or coaching decisions from the weekend, or uh, or last night even.
2: Um, I don't have to put you on the spot, but I, I know
0: you like the clock stuff.
2: Mike went into the half. Yeah. The official stopped the clock at eight seconds exactly. because <laughs> my man's clearly taking a timeout. And he says, Why'd you why why'd you stop the clock? Right. <laughs> I wanted at three seconds to line up for well, the Aubrey field goal.
0: You know, and he's a punching bag, right? But you know, if you are gonna kick that field goal, you don't wanna have to kick off. Sure. But But it's fun. <laughs> it's Mike <laughs> McCarthy, dude. So um anyways that that's just so you know
1: unders now 14 and 6 in prime time
0: dude i told you from the pumpkin last week i sent you guys three fucking unders and you guys were like oh he's just being an asshole which i kind of was but like i I knew you know i knew if i could send you three picks from the grave one day i'll send you unders (laughs) and you'll be like this
1: asshole but you're already under
0: Uh uh-huh and by the way and we can talk about this right now i guess oh The total sitting on Thursday night uh, for Jacksonville and um, uh, New Orleans at like 39, 39 and a half. Um, And obviously Saints were laying three. Now they're laying one time of tape Tuesday afternoon. How do you read a game like this with Trevor Lawrence with the knee, the whole thing, you're looking Uh, at the line? You know, like what do you make of it? Who's their backup? Bethard. EJ Bethard.
1: Oh, former so, I like Iowa the great.
0: so I like the under here. I mean, like even if Trevor plays, I think the total is like 41, 42,
1: 42, probably.
0: Yeah. 42. Now yeah. I just, right before we, right before Macon told me that Adam Schefter tweeted that Trevor Lawrence uh, is feeling optimistic. Oh, we
2: like that even better.
0: Yeah, I, exactly. Cause why put that out through Schefter? Unless you're probably not going to play, but 39 and a half i i bought it up to 41 like a coward and 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 bet the farm so uh just so you know i i don't know man like
1: do you even blink at buying points anymore
0: no 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 (laughs) no a little juice a little vitamin c just a couple bucks yeah it's just a couple bucks it's really about the feeling of winning and losing you know Mm -hmm. so a loss is a loss i don't care if i bought three points or not feels Um, like we
1: pay more for doordash and uber eats uh we definitely fees do. than we do for buying points.
0: We do here. We pay more for Uber yeah. Eats and door dash here. Um, okay. So Steve, yeah, let's get into some college football. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about your Seattle trip. Oh, and uh, I, I, I went there one time for a walkthrough. Cause we used to play Seattle and go up there. And like Mark Burnell was like doing a game. He was doing the game and like was hanging out there. We had some UW guys on the coaching staff. Uh-huh. We went in the facility it's gorgeous. It's I mean, like, I so just love good. the area, man.
1: It's so good. You know, I got, I got a bunch of college guys up there that, that were from there, uh, moved back there, and their favorite thing to tell me all the time is, you know, keep telling everybody that it rains here all the time. Just keep, yeah, exactly. please, keep saying it. But I am not a man of heights, and I was selected to go to the top of the Space Needle. Wow.
2: <laughs> uh, Look out, not down. <laughs> yeah,
1: that, that's actually uh, Trish, our makeup girl. That's what she told me. Those were her words of wisdom. And we got through it. Uh, but, like, they redid it recently, and they took out the rotating restaurant because they have a restaurant on the top of it that rotates. Yeah. And so they put a bar in instead with a see-through floor. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm not going on that. I'll just go straight to the top. What's so, the
2: fear, Steve? That you'll fall to the, your death through the floor?
1: No, it's just like I don't know what it is. I just seeing that's that far away. That, that's that. Dude, that, I, that I saw high. a
0: restaurant. I saw an Instagram post this weekend, and there's a restaurant where they strap you into like a fucking uh, a tethered booster seat. You're like a toddler, 300 <laughs> feet above the ground, and uh, you just you're just hanging, like no, legitimately no, eating. No. Here's the table. Mm-mm. You look down on either side; Mm-mm. it's 200 feet. So I don't know where the fuck that is or who's going there, but just holding a cell phone on a balcony—exactly.
1: Can't it's do the it. Scariest thing in the world. So, but I mean, it blows Empire State Building away just because Ooh. of how much you walk around the side and Mount Rainier staring you in the face. You see the Seahawks Stadium, Mariners. You see Husky Stadium. You see Bellevue. You see Mercer Island. Like it's just unbelievable. Uh, but there was a point where I said, okay, I'm done. I'm going down. That's- you want to take a
0: shot at the Washington Monument while we're here? Like, you know, I mean, Empire State Building. Jeez.
1: Uh,
0: I, I, I agree with you, by the, by it's, the way. I've it's not close. It's just State more buildings. people have been to like, those. Oh, two. there's
1: other tall buildings. How about our history buff, Macon? <laughs> you die. got any thoughts on that?
2: I've never been to the Pacific Northwest. I oh, dude, speak you haven't?
1: It. Oh, I- Oh, Virginia, that's not true. Virginia that's basketball true. never paid so you could freeload on a trip out there?
2: <laughs> I've been to Oregon several times. I want to recant <laughs> what I just said. <laughs>
1: several <laughs> times.
2: It's delightful. Okay. All right. So – so. Um, oh, I got to... a couple
1: shout-outs here for sure. Because oh, I got to, I got to do the whole Sailgate thing, which is just incredible. Um. So, first off, we're going to sh- shout-out Moonshine Barbecue and Duke Seafood. Those were the two establishments we hit up. Yeah. Fantastic. Uh, and then to the Banchero family for let me come on their boat. Uh, I, what? No, 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 not, the, not <laughs> it's that. It's like, well, not, you're in deep they're big, with the dookies, bro. <laughs> big in the, uh, UW community, but shout out to the guys, Gary, Millsy, Willets, Moss, and then <laughs> uncle Bill, I met on the boat. He just comes up to me and he says, Hey, I'm uncle Bill. I'm their uncle. And I'll be your uncle by the end of this boat ride. <laughs> And you had
0: an uncle.
1: <laughs> nice. And I'm like, okay. And, I mean, I raced over to Mercer Island after game day, so it's 9, nine 10. I'm in an Uber. We get over there about nine forty. Boom, we're on that boat at, like, 10 of 10. And, you, you know, we're coming from Mercer Island, so you get the whole perspective. And as everybody is just getting after it on the boat, they're like, holy cow, we've never seen this many boats at a game. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, what does that mean? And I'm like, I'm gonna get out of the way when we start docking this thing. But I mean, you're literally driving up, and all you see is a stadium.
0: Could Ryan dock a boat in those conditions? <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, he could. He it's, could? but I mean, these are large, large boats. And what I <laughs> realize is, like, we're say, you know, they, t- it's all you know, season ticket holders. You got a slip number, the whole thing. And when you park your boat. You're just looking up at the stadium, it's like, all right, oh, well, how am I getting up there? And everybody just yeah. has those back, you know, footboards and people just walk across. Yeah. Like twenty boats. Yeah. And so it's, you
0: go boat to boat.
1: Boat to boat and try and turn down every drink That's possible because inc- I just want to get to the stadium.
0: That's incredible. Do people get well I don't want to ask. But uh yeah, no, Paulo Bancaro, by the way, from Seattle, Washington. Yeah. You sure? It's not Positively. his dad or his uncle? No, 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 no. Okay. Sure doesn't know Uncle Bill. All right. Well, it's the
1: Bancheros. Uh, Paulo is Boncaro.
0: Okay, got it, got you it. said
2: it correct. Yeah, okay. Did. But, so,
0: here, here we go. Uh, Columbus this week, the biggest game of the week. Yeah. I want to shout out wide receivers coach Marcus Hagens. Heck, yeah. Uh, Penn First State. one for him. Yeah, this is um, – listen, Penn State, I, I'm pulling for them as much as anybody to get into this playoff. I think they could make some noise, man, couldn't they? They got to win this game. So, what do you think, uh, Steve? Where do you lean? The line is four, total is 47.
1: Yeah, there's a lot to go in here because when I watched the tape, I saw Ohio State in person against Notre Dame. I was impressed with them. Uh, You know, we saw, you know, Ryan Day go crazy after the game, but, you know, they stood in there and trailing on the road in that kind of environment and finding yourself, I, I felt like McCord did. Uh, it was really impressive. I've seen a lot of teams fold in those circumstances. So when you look at that, we've seen Ohio State win a tough road game. Penn State hasn't played anybody, and it's just destroyed people. And, you know, what happens then? All right, let's start nitpicking at what they don't do. All right, they don't have any big plays. They're 129th in 20-plus yard plays. They're dead last in the country. They have one 40 plus yard play. That's that's 133rd in in college football, but I look at it when I watch them. I think it's more they're playing to what they're good at, and what is that? They have a, they have a better offensive line. I'm, I'm not I'm on the, I'm not in this camp where Penn State has an elite offensive line. The left tackle is good. I don't think he's I don't know if he's the best left tackle. He gets all the shine. He's good, but we're gonna find out how he plays on the road in this kind of environment. But Penn State, going back to that. They haven't taken shots down the field because in this new day and age, I, I've heard people use the term. You know, you see green grass out in the perimeter. Take it. You mm-hmm. know, whether it's a snap, quick throw, get your five yards that way. And Penn State's just done a great job. They got two great running backs, and with the receiving group, it's young and experienced, but it's guys. You know, just find an open area and taking what's given, and what complements that is a young quarterback that hasn't done in one big situations before. So I I, I think it's been really, really smart how they've gone about things because now if you have all those deep shots, you haven't even shown them. So when you look at Ohio state, if there is a weakness, I don't think it's a weakness. I just don't think they're as good as they have been. And that's what you compare to when you talk about the silver bullets and all that Ohio state secondary, but the secondary could be had and they play to the style of we're going to play man because our guys up front are going to get home. Now can Penn State protect so those Penn State receivers can get open? That's the matchup. That that that's what it is because I don't think Penn State will be able to run the ball consistently. And Aller's gonna have to make some throws on the road in a situation that we haven't seen him do it. And Ohio State on the other side, they're not healthy. Uh, if Abuka plays not doesn't play, that's a that's a big big deal. Um, Harrison's the best player on the field, but Abuka's is the guy that McCord looks to in those crucial situations. Uh, and their top three running backs are out. So, looking at the line, I, I hate doubting Ohio State at home, but I'd take the points with Penn State. All
0: right. Well, uh, let's do the other three big ones. I got we one take... stat for you, Chris. Yeah, go I want ahead. Your,
1: I want your assessment on. Penn State, we mentioned the schedule. They're number one in pressure rate. Yeah. They pressure the quarterback on fifty, over 50% of opposing teams dropbacks is that a worthy stat knowing who they played against?
0: Yeah, that was the first thought that popped into my head. Like, you know, if you have an advantage at skill, you're always going to have more fractions of time. Yeah. And, you know, so if people aren't open, that's when you get some of the pressures. Like, you'll see some guys, pressure is an imperfect stat. It's one that can tell you a lot. Listen, I had a lot of pressures. I'd like to walk around and be like, hey, I was top five in 10 years in fucking pressures, dude. Fuck yeah. Fucking pressure. Pressure. But I'm also going to tell you that they're not always indicative of a great rush because, you know, like Sam Howell, a couple weeks ago, you know, the the Eagles didn't quite get home. They had some really good rushes, but there were a ton of pressures. And when you watch the tape, some of them Sam Howell created. I mean, you know, trying to take shots, trying to to get vertical uh, with the football. And so, like, yeah, I think pressures matter. But if you're not playing great offensive lines, if you have an an advantage outside, the fractions of time are going to slant your way. And this week on the road as a pass rusher—that's that's the worst spot, you know, like somewhere like that where you have no noise advantage mm. and possibly uh, the best offense, definitely the best offense you've seen. So
2: Penn State has selected an architect to do their seven hundred million dollar renovation of Beaver Stadium. Yeah, who right. is it? Oh, it's the uh, it's Barton Malau.
0: Oh, Okay, yeah. Well, uh, uh, public funding.
2: Yeah, what's Penn, up with that, Steve? Penn State's
1: redoing their stadium again?
0: Yeah. Yes, that's a lot of money. Jeez. What? It feels all, like they do it every donors, three years, right? It's all donors. Like, I think it's probably one guy. Incredible. You no. Know? Incredible. We got three other games here. Let's go Tennessee, Bama. Where do you lean, Bama? Nine and a half is the line. Forty nine is the total. Yeah, Anything it's funny you like you in that game.
1: Talking with uh, SVP on the flight home, just going bouncing teams around, and. It's amazing to me – actually, not amazing, but everybody loves offense, right? So, when you're talking about Washington and Oregon, like 36-33, we love that. And the other thing is now that Bama has, you know, been so successful and they have a guy that's inexperienced at quarterback and they're winning games with defense – Everybody kind of wants to just poop on it more and more because it's not impressive, right? They're not winning by a lot of digits, you know, double digits all the time. But I think that defense is real. I think if you were going to say, who would you rather play, LSU or Alabama? I think everybody, every person you ask would pick LSU because, let's face it, in in we are in a different day of age of offenses in college football, but when I have an elite defense – those percentages tell me that I'm going to be all right and I'm going to win games. I mean, I look at Ole Miss playing LSU the week after Ole Miss scores 10 points against Alabama and they go up and down the field on LSU. So I, I like the improvements I've seen from Alabama, uh, especially the defense. And when I look at Tennessee, Milton has been as big a disappointment at the quarterback position uh, that I have seen. Now, I was not one that bought into this hype that thought he was a Heisman contender because he threw a ball ninety yards at a camp. Yeah. I that's that that's another day and age that we're in, right? The wow factor. Who's on Instagram? Who's got the cool videos? He has not been close. He does not have cool videos. No. No, he does have cool videos. Oh he has cool videos. Yeah, but he hasn't produced on the field. Who's like- good that
0: doesn't have cool videos? Who's
1: good that doesn't have cool videos? <laughs> Uh, probably that guy from, uh, from, hey.
0: <laughs> probably one of your, uh, your, uh, your, your Chang, Timmy Chang award. Winners. Oh, we got, we got a big, big okay. Timmy Chang award winner. Um, let, let me ask you this then
2: go ahead. under
0: no, no, no. I, well, yeah, but is there value in betting Bama the way, what you just described? Like people don't have a taste for Bama right now. It's Correct. almost like the people are like, Oh, it's over. You know, is there any value in betting them week to week because of that public perception issue? Or are they still like a? I think the a, lines are still too high. Yeah,
1: you know, yeah. I, I, I looked last week and I didn't pull the trigger, but nineteen points to a capable Arkansas team that has a good quarterback, um, you know, in that league, coming off a huge road win at A and that that seemed like a lot to me and then they were up whatever 20 to 7 yeah. and you know Arkansas scored late to backdoor it and make it a close game but no i don't i don't see much value now uh in it but how,
0: how about duke and florida state Ooh. two touchdown line mm-hmm. uh gosh if you looked at the two ranked teams same conference the whole thing
2: duke has never beaten florida yeah. state
0: 14 points so you, you you sticking with FSU there?
1: Uh, I got to see if Riley Leonard's going to play. If yeah, Riley he's Leonard still plays, with that injury from the end of that that game a couple weeks ago, yeah, later. the high ankle, yeah. uh, and he did he elected to not get the uh, what do they call it tightrope surgery now? Yeah, Bowers yeah, is yeah. getting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so if he could go and be effective, that that that's what I need to see. Yeah, because they could they could with that run game. Duke's defense is legit. It really yeah. is, but you know, is it going to be one of these games where we got our backup quarterback and we're going three and out and our defense is on the field the whole first half and then it really shows up in the second half and we get run in the second half. That's what I'm wary of, uh, knowing the pressure that Florida State can put on you. Uh, Keon Coleman just keeps getting better and better. I, I thought Florida State would bust out last week and they did, knowing that they got the two big wins early in the season and, you know, they kind of been laying, laying in the weeds there with everybody else starting to ramp up conference play, but uh, I would, if it's fourteen, and I know I'm having Riley Leonard, I, I would take a shot with plus the fourteen. I, I I do think Duke is that legit.
2: Backup quarterback went four of twelve last week. There Duke you go, twenty four to three. Interesting. There you go. Two of the four were touchdowns.
0: Bang. Okay. Utah USC. Let's let's
2: do this for your Pac twelve lock. Is there
0: a lock in here? Utah yep. uh, headed down to S- Southern California. USC laying six and a half. The totals fifty six.
1: Yeah, I I am I was I went to L.A. after uh, being at U-Dub, and I flew in. I literally ran out of stadium, got to the airport, got to L.A., got to see some guys. Shout out Diamond Dave, Nine Hundred Club, uh, and SC People were just, I mean, com- combo day of drinking and watching your team get their ass kicked by Notre Dame, who scores forty eight points and runs forty nine plays, like ev- everything. <laughs> Possible negative thing was was being said. And, and the one thing I really thought about uh, just moving forward with SC, going to the Big Ten, is what is SC's offense going to look like when, when Lincoln Riley doesn't have a magician at quarterback? I mean, this run he's on of Caleb, Kyler, Jalen, Baker Mayfield, like those guys are – Oh, Heisman Trophy candidates. Like, yeah. I don't know what it what it looks like. It doesn't feel like it's sustainable. And then you go to Notre Dame. Your defense plays great. Keeps you in the game. And you can't, you know, Caleb throws three picks in the first half. I, I just, it feels like SC is on tilt to me. And the worst team you want to see that's coming in tall. is a team that is not afraid of you at all, will roll their sleeves up and, and do the things that you refuse to do. Uh, lining up and, and and putting your hand down in the ground and getting after it, so I think it's put up or shut up for SC because it is an absolute gauntlet. Out, I, I mean, they still haven't played Washington. They still haven't played Oregon. They play U- UCLA. They got to go to Cal, which is always a funky spot. So I, I, I side with the points with Utah. Yeah, I, me too. I honestly think they could just muck it up and 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 out tough them. Uh, you know, we know they have a good defense. Uh, and and how does SC respond after getting embarrassed like that? I, I I can't see laying points with SC after what I just saw last week and knowing what I saw in previous weeks. The worst thing I think that happened is they ended up winning that Arizona game because it was kind of like a you know a a, a win, but Wake you totally expose yourself. Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh,
2: Steve gave out the Irish
0: on this show last week. It's a culture war. It's it's Utah. It's USC. It's uh, I think it's a tough this weekend. I think mm. it's a toughness weekend for the Utes. Uh, look, give me an upset special real, real quick before we get into the awards.
1: Oh. Uh. Chapel Hill. <laughs> go to Chapel Hill, Steve. Muskets our guy, right?
2: Yeah, we got a couple guys. That's our problem. We got two quarterbacks. We got, yeah, I know. We got, you you got, can you got you got only run.
0: play got one. Yeah. yeah,
1: everybody knows that
0: yeah. except for us.
1: <laughs> so, <laughs> Do we dare go against uh, – James Madison?
0: Oh boy. <laughs> He's shaking his head. We
2: dare not.
3: Okay. okay so it doesn't sound like it's going right. Not upsets.
1: doing it. Done. Not doing it. Okay. Uh do you guys realize I was gonna be eleven and one?
0: No. Crazy, right? You're gonna that total, be eleven and one. That total last week was 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 low. You took it anyways. Um I'll
1: tell you what line stinks and I I, I could see it is Ole Miss only giving six to Auburn. Auburn's not a good football team. It's okay. in Jordan-Hare, so Jordan. that, that would be you my – um, All
0: right, let's, let's, get the, uh, let's get the awards. Let's rapid-fire these yeah. guys, boys. We got Chang, Timmy Chang Award.
1: Yep, Timmy Chang Award. I wore uh, the Idaho Vandals uh, shirt on game day, and Idaho people were so fired up. Uh, even I got a text from Mark Slareth, who was mm. loving life. had a beer with him this summer. Oh. Yeah.
0: Only one in Montana. Yeah, it was like 11 in the morning. Oh, okay. All right, all right. <laughs> he was with all his vandal buddies on like a guy's trip there up to go. Montana. He stopped by my dad's house, and uh, uh, I could have had about seven with him.
1: So I wear the shirt Idaho in a monster game against uh, Montana, and I woke up to a bunch of tweets that took the Idaho vandal mascot, uh, Grumpy Joe, and people just took. Grizz and put it on my sweatshirt. And that's what I woke up to because Montana beat Idaho yeah uh, in a monster matchup. So Timmy Chang award uh receiver Junior Bergen, Montana receiver, five catches, 118 yards, and a touchdown in that upset win in the Kibby Dome. And biased, but coughlin Award winner, Cade Stover, tight end Ohio State, four for fifty three, two Tuds. I will see you on the field this week, Cade.
2: Uh, Is that what he's doing now? What? Just giving out the award to somebody he's going to see on. The yeah, exactly. Field. He's walking right yeah. up to him. Yeah, pulls like it out of his pocket. Out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, like to Speaking like of, speaking yeah. of,
1: Micah Parsons. I thought he'd be taller.
0: Yeah, no, no, no. He's he's he's, he's long not like ass a arms though. Yeah, holy cow. He, yeah, he he plays longer than yeah <laughs> for sure. I hate buying tickets, I've been playing my whole life, never had to worry about buying tickets. The ticket part is stressful, the game's stressful, the ticket part's really stressful. Buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. With killer deals on last minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. And with the GameTime app, it's easy to find and buy tickets for every kind of event in your area. I'm trying to see the monster trucks for my kids or willie nelson for me and my kids i can find it all in the game time app game time's the place for last minute ticket deals forget planning months in advance game time has the deals on tickets right up to the day of the event get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football basketball baseball concerts comedy theater and more the game time guarantee means you'll always get the best price if you find tickets in the same section and row for less game time will credit you 110% of the difference. Snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Greenlight for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code GreenLight for $20 off. Download Game Time today, last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Thanks to Cash App for sponsoring this podcast with their security, free to order debit card and a suite of savings and bank tools. It feels like they're my money's BFF. And speaking of BFFs, if you pay attention to the podcast, you know that all of our BFFs are on the Greenlight softball squad. We're into softball so much that Dr. Fax challenged me to a home run derby. Matt and Reed put a little side bet on it. And after Fax came out on top, It was easy enough for Matt to pay up and Cash App read his winnings. I wish I could have defeated Dr. Fax and helped Matt take Reed's money, but Reed's now slightly richer thanks to Dr. Fax and Cash App. With security, discounts, boosts, a free-to-order debit card, no overdraft fees, Cash App is like a BFF for your money. So download it in the App Store or Google Play today and start enjoying your BFF app. Let's do the locks because Macon's got to run. He's okay. got Some some MLS to sling. He's been he's been a team player for the Long family as well. Hey Steve, at seven and eleven, you're up first.
1: Oh, does that mean I went one and two? Hey, again? how did
0: I do last week with those three
2: unders? You went three for three, my friend. Okay. Did he? <laughs> yeah. yeah. From pumpkin, the pumpkin. Pumpkin from went under too. Pumpkin, two. bro. You went four, four, went four. Under. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. How are your feet? How are your
1: feet? What were you wearing in there? <laughs>
0: Fucking good. No, uh, just booties, bro. Feet are killing me.
1: Yeah, I bet. So, sorry. Here, I just kept sorry to hear that. Kept looking at you in videos and just seeing what my garbage is every day as my kids carve a pumpkin a day in this house. <laughs> it was and, a uh, lot
0: cleaner than I anticipated. So kind of gross. We did Go a ahead. whole review pod for anybody listening. You can check it out. It came out Tuesday, Steve. If you want to know, check us out.
1: Sorry, I've been Steve, traveling, dude. All Steve, right, you're yeah, no, am all good. All right, Browns minus two on the road. Deshaun Watson, will he play? Mm,
0: that's an achy one to have to watch. Mm. Uh okay, Macon at uh at what are you seven and eight?
1: No no no
2: no. No, this is I'm nine and nine. I'm at five hundred. Yeah, yeah. You're nine and nine.
0: Okay, I'm eleven six and one. Okay, that's better. Look at that. All right, Steve. Uh, uh we got Macon's pick here. I'm so.
2: not gonna hesitate. The Buffalo Bills. That's thirty-one thirteen at New England. Oh. Easy. Nolan
0: sent me something. They've beaten them by an average of like seventeen points the last couple games they played them. Love but it. You know, you feel like they should be laying more. It's tough because it's a tough spot. It's buy low for both teams. Okay, I'm giving out the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. What's that number at?
2: You're at two and at a half. Two and a half. You're doing it at the right time. Yep. I went last week. Yep. Was the wrong week. I'm going bucks.
1: Are we getting better numbers earlier in the week?
2: I don't know. Kind of like it. Yeah. Disclaimer.
0: All right, Steve. It you're is up. Tuesday. Yeah. We're, but our numbers get locked in right here. Yes. Now there is a there is a contingency if somebody like falls off a cliff. You know, if Kyler Murray or some some of the, one of these quarterbacks, Kyler drowns in a rainstorm, we gotta we get a, a little puddle. It's fucking flash floods are serious out there. Okay, Steve, you're up.
1: Giant plus two
0: at home. Uh, oh. That was okay. in the holster. That's okay. an under. No, two. actually, no, it's not. <laughs> I, got, I got him at plus one and a half right okay. now. What?
2: Sorry,
1: Steve. Sorry, Steve. And we're not
2: getting
1: getting better numbers on earlier in the week.
2: I'm going to go with an excellent team getting points against an above-average team, the Detroit Lions, plus three in Baltimore. Oh, that that is the game of the week for me, by the way.
1: That's the best
0: game. uh, Okay, okay, okay. I'll take the other side, Steve. I was wrong. I actually like the Commanders. I'm getting addicted to betting the Commies, and I don't think it's a good thing. But it's a fucking fun team, and I'll bet them at uh, laying one and a half points.
1: Uh, Eagles, minus two. Love it. Can't wait for that game.
2: I'm going against Steve. I don't know which game to do, though. Oh, go both
1: then. Oh, goodness, I only Steve. have... Eagles are minus one and a half for us. Oh, there we go. I, I, uh...
2: Minshew is starting. Mm-hmm. Not great as a starter. Mm-hmm. But the line's not right. Mm-hmm. I the, say you do it, Give dude. me the Colts. Do Plus it. two and a half, we'll Fucking buy it to do three.
0: It. Do it do it done all right uh i got two unders to choose from i'll give you one it's gonna count and the other one you can just take that and put it in your back pocket i'm okay. not gonna ask for anything all right all right uh if you look at the chargers uh their last five um Oof. four of five have gone under i think okay and so i think i'll I give like they out
1: always play pretty well in kansas city
0: they have played well in kansas well,
2: city low c is Caroline Wozniacki for crying okay. out loud. I mean, the the, 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 game. the
0: other under is Baltimore-Detroit. And this is the one that I'm going to play. It's at 42. I like that number. Um, give me Baltimore-Detroit under. And like I said, just put that Kansas City Chargers pick in your back pocket, guys. Okay. All right. And I'm going to buy a half point. Did
1: you say Chargers-Chiefs uh, pick?
0: Under. No, Chargers-Chiefs okay. under. For the last five charges have gone under totals. All right, so we've got we're buying half points. I, I'm buying with the. I'm gonna buy. Ooh, this is a tough one. Bucks two and a half or commies one and a half. Who are you buying while I think about it? You,
2: I, I already bought Colts. Okay. But you gotta oh, get cool. to that field goal with the bucks. I do. That's
0: right. I'm gonna get to the field goal. Did
2: we just? Did we just buy the half point in the wrong direction?
0: I think we did. We don't have to get to the field goal. That's why, That's why I was sitting there thinking it was a tough situation and yeah. you just no, talked right. the other way. It, is, it is a tough situation. I'm gonna buy How about Washington the one I'm gonna buy the Bucks to the i I'm Ooh Golly. No, I'm gonna buy the Bucks to two because I think the commies are gonna take care of business. Okay. If there's business to be taken care of, they're gonna take care of business. I
2: was on them last week. Got me to five hundred.
0: I was on them in the first half. It's a lock. Falcons, they, their alarm clocks don't go off. Heineke, <laughs> when do we make the move? Yeah, when is it happening? Yeah, me and Steve are going to talk about that. Go go okay. ahead and slang some, uh, Love some you, Steve. real estate, buddy. Love you, buddy. Game day is the perfect pizza day. So make Little Caesars the official pizza sponsor of the NFL, part of your game day. Order online during our Pizza Pizza pregame, one hour before and three hours after. NFL kickoffs, plus all day Sunday, to have your NFL game day covered. Choose your favorite Little Caesars pizza or pick the toppings you crave. It's a pizza, pizza win. And speaking of winning, everyone scores with convenient delivery or our in store pizza portal pickup. So grab some friends, order your Little Caesars, and enjoy during the games. Whatever you're looking forward to this football season, there's one thing that pairs well with every great moment, an ice-cold Miller Light. Whether you're at the stadium playing fantasy football or watching the game at home or at the bar, Miller Light is here to make your football season taste like Miller time. From kickoff till the clock runs out, you can't go wrong with a Miller Light in your hand. It's the only light beer with a taste worthy of our national obsession. Because what's the point of having a beer if it doesn't taste like beer? Uh, when I go to Dirty Nelly's uh, and I pull up to the bar they got my cold Miller light right there waiting for me I head over to the corner I look at that little TV and I just sink into my chair and I think it, it couldn't be better it's got only 96 calories and 3.2 carbs per 12 ounce serving with a smooth taste and a crisp clean finish you get the taste you crave without the calories important for me so this season Crack open a light beer that hits your taste buds so hard you feel it in your heart. Make it Miller time all season long. Get Miller Light delivered right to your door. Visit millerlight.com/greenlight, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories and 3.2 carbs for 12 ounces.
3: And quickly after our NFL locks, here are a couple NFL questions for you. The playoffs are taking shape. And we have a couple questions on where a few of these teams stand. What's wrong with the Bills? We saw them against the Giants A you know, tough game. What do you think the issues are? Well,
0: can I just say something? I said before the season that they would take a step back, and then I recanted it after they beat Miami to placate Bills fans. And I, as much I love you guys, I'm just not sure. I don't know who you are. And the yeah. injuries don't help. Mm-hmm. Offensively, I don't know who you are. You know, well, that's 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 my piece. I See say – You're super Bills fans, so talk to me.
1: I say lack of discipline at the quarterback position. And that's tough to say because we love Josh. I know, I know. And I was the bad guy last year that said they were going to take a step back, be going back to last year. The black and hat. I just – I haven't seen the maturity. Uh, obviously, one of the best players, favorite players to watch in the league. But when it comes down to it in those third downs and decision-making time – whether he's just trying to do too much. I mean, even the touchdown Sunday night, like, that throw is stupid. Yeah. Um, But it shouldn't be that point in the game because of decisions that were made earlier in the game, and that's what I need to see change. I'm not saying they could go win a Super Bowl for sure, but that stuff has to change because you're not – you know, we were talking about earlier, getting over the hump. Uh, th- those things have to change, and uh, – I don't see it, and I also really wonder what they do really well on offense. Yes. And, you know, and like, they like, they don't they don't have an identity.
0: On a night like Sunday night, you oh, should have been running the ball more. I yeah, mean, that, like, yeah, that that was the flavor of that game. We talked yep. about, like, Josh knowing, the, knowing the, the tone of the game. Well, how about, like, the play callers? And I don't know, man. Like, Dable is catching a lot of shit right now. It's funny the way this works. Um, yeah. The way NFL fans form narratives and also, like, fire-off takes. Yep. You know, a couple weeks ago, uh, because of what I said preseason about the Bills, I had somebody in my mentions, at least a couple people, who were like, you see why Brian Brian is – we can overcome Brian now? Um, This was after the Dolphins game. And, Mm -hmm. like, well, I don't think he was everything to Josh, I think maybe he was that guy that could keep him – dialed in to the point, and I don't mean like from a work habit standpoint, I just mean from like a mindset of week to week, like what are the chances we're willing to take this weekend? Um, What does the mindset have to be? What are the concepts that we're running that are going to be conducive to us keeping the fucking car on the road? And I don't know if Dorsey's personality, it just doesn't quite work the same. Or if as a team, like they're just undisciplined, like you said, like offensively. I thought the Giants did a great job of mixing it up with the coverage and also like wink, we came out of that game and I was like, pull the blitz numbers. Like he sat on his hands for once. Yep. And I think with Josh, that's telling, right? Mm -hmm. You don't, you don't want Josh to burn you. You don't want to challenge Josh because he's going to beat you every time. It's let Josh sit back there and have to make decisions, like just pat the ball and, and his aggressiveness will play against him. And you know, like his decision-making is the down ticks on sometimes. You know, it can be, I also think they need a number two. Like, nothing against Gabe Davis, but, like, I think they could use another weapon. You know, the middle of the field was taken away yesterday or Sunday night. Like, who else can you go to if you take away Diggs and you give them extra help and all that stuff?
1: They have a brutal end-of-season
0: schedule, too. Five of their last six games at Eagles, at Chiefs, at Chargers, at Dolphins. Yeah, it's tough. Home versus Cowboys. It's tough, so... I. I don't know, man. I, I think, like, even because right now what we're focused on is the offensive struggles. Yeah. But lurking under the surface is the loss of Matt Milano yep. and Trey White and all those guys that you thought you would be the difference. Like, you know, that's that's why I picked the Bills in tight spots because I think their defense can be equalizers, and I kind of worry about that. So um, I know defense wasn't the problem the other night. But yeah. I do worry about that down the stretch when you get into not cutting time.
3: In the NFC, the five and the six seeds will be the NFC East runner-up and Seattle. Who gets that seven spot?
0: Now this is okay. Like okay. this is a this is a hypothetical, right? So if the five and six seeds would be the NFC East runner-up, probably Dallas. If I had to guess right now, I just I'm not. Yeah. This isn't like a reactive take. I just don't believe in Dallas every year. And if it's Seattle, now the big thing there is like the Rams have played really well in spots and I think they're really well coached, obviously. And Matt Stafford, one of the reasons I bought the underwind total this year was like, I just don't know how healthy he is. Um, so, you know, he doesn't look older. He doesn't look, when I asked Jay Cutler, again, that's my like resident quarterback, ask a quarterback guy right now. Yeah, I'm like, what's up with Matt Stafford? Like how long you think he plays? And you look at all the attrition with his body, but Jay brought up a great point. He's like, his arm talent's so rare, like he's gonna be able to be a jugs machine for another five years, you know? So, Stafford's playing well, and if you look at their schedule, it's kinda tough in spots, but Vegas has their win total at like eight and a half. So, I don't think it's a shoe-in that Seattle, who I actually think is on that, just below that Detroit tier, Detroit-Dallas tier, Seattle's like right there to me, if they actually play well and punch the ball and in the fucking red zone, yeah. I don't think it's a sure thing that they went that that they secure that wild card spot. And we're not talking about them in the seven. But if that's the case, I think you have to look at Atlanta um, because of the upside of the possible quarterback change and because of their schedule. Now, this is assuming New Orleans wins the division. Which is not an assumption I'm willing to make, but in no. This that's exercise, that's
1: the other problem is you don't know who the hell is going to win that division. Yeah, that's the no whole one.
0: thing, and we're we haven't even mentioned the Bucks. I think the Bucks. Yeah, you know the Bucks. The Bucks, the Bucks are, in are in right now. Strong. If the
1: playoffs ended.
0: Yeah. <laughs> no, but look at this. This is the list of quarterbacks that Atlanta plays the rest of the way: Tannehill, Dobbs, Zach Wilson, Bryce Young uh, in division, obviously Cousins, which you know. Minshew, and then Fields are a backup there. I don't know what's going on there. Uh, And then Derek Carr and Baker Mayfield are your two headliners, your in-division matchups at quarterback. So if you can win those games there, they might win the fucking division. But if they don't win the division, I actually – I would give them the edge over over Tampa. I got to see Tampa doing more. That was a big spot this weekend. Like, if you want to be taken seriously, all these teams are going through these upstart teams that you didn't expect to be good. Like, there comes a point in the season where I'm like, we're going to find out who they are. And I thought yesterday or two days ago we had a chance to learn something about the Bucks. and what I learned is they're not quite ready. No. That's that's no. a playoff team right there, you know? So mm-hmm. I would lean Atlanta.
1: Yeah, I, I would uh, – once they figure it out to uh, New Orleans, I, I still think New Orleans and Atlanta are better than Tampa. I really do. Uh, but when you say the 5 and 6 are their NFC East – Right now it's Dallas and then Seattle. Who's the seventh team? Good Lord.
0: Right? I mean, Green Bay is one that you know Matt just highlighted on the big screen here. And I, I, I'm i not ready to count Green Bay out because I kind of looked at their schedule and it's it's not real tough. There's a lot of bad teams in the NFL this year. Like the Packers, I can't quit them because seven out of the last 12 games, unless I fuck this up, we are against teams losing records. Now, I know it's we're six games in, but – Three of the other five uh, are L.A., Pittsburgh, and Tampa Bay. So there's not a game that Green Bay, if Jordan Love takes the next step, there's not a game they can't be competitive in. I don't think they're going to be touchdown dogs in any of these games. Washington they I could, thought about, but, like, Washington's yeah, but like schedule is brutal. They could rip off – look,
1: this is what they have coming up. Broncos, Vikings, Rams. Who's like, that? They could rip off three in a row right there. The Packers. Yeah.
0: No question. And you that's know? what I'm saying, like – and so,
1: the team, what, the team, to me, is the commies. That's, what, but
0: look at their schedule. Matt said that on the ride over here, but look at their schedule, dude. Look at I, the commies' schedule. Listen,
1: I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm confident when I say this. Yeah. I don't care who they're playing. If their defense stays healthy, yeah. they're in it. Well, it'd, be, I, fun. I really, it'd like, be
0: fun. It'd be fun.
1: I I, I'm, I, I totally stand by that. I, I know people want more emotion on Aaron Rivera, but they got this thing – Like, it's right where they want to be right now. And you stay healthy, your quarterback keeps getting better, and you rely on that that defensive line, man. You could – oh, I wouldn't want to play against them. Chase
0: is playing well, man. I was watching him. I mean, like, he's settling in and – Yeah,
1: he does avoid contact still a lot to me. Um, In the pass rush? Yes. Yeah. Like, I – when I'll you're just, a
0: big athlete, like, you've always been, you know, like, I never had I never had the experience where I was, like, contact. I need the contact. I need to shorten the distance. Correct. But, like, you know?
1: I, I just – I go back to my mindset of of being a tight end and having to block those guys certain times. You're deathly afraid of a bull rush. You're definitely afraid. And look what Micah did last night with the game on the line mm-hmm. against two freaking guys. Yeah. Like, you're the biggest, strongest guy on the field. You have to mix that up more. You have You're to right. – all, because all it does is get that guy spinning. Like, oh, shit, is it is it bull rush time? When's the last time he tried to bull rush? Well,
0: because he can absolutely get to seven yards and, and get yeah. to guys edge. But, like, if he wants to make money for a long time in the league, that's got to be in the – it's got to be in the repertoire. But I, I, I like that, though. I, I, I like Atlanta – um, and if Washington can actually handle the schedule, I think they're the, the first or second best team on that list of teams that we just talked about. And, and yeah, like Ron it was a guy we were like, hey, he might be fired first. They actually put, put together a nice little – who do they have the next couple of weeks? Because I do think this, Steve, we talked about like the Chargers' next stretch. Yeah. I think the second quarter of the season uh, or second, you know, whatever this little second phase you want to call it, like uh, the middle of the season – can can dictate a lot of how the last part of the season goes because of how a team, you know, where they're sitting, you know, what they want to go. Like, the Bucks. you're talking about possibly trading Mike Evans. I don't know where they are on that. But, like, that's a major deal there uh, for that offense. And if they reel off a couple wins here, maybe they say, well, fuck, we're, we're not, pitch, you know, packing up the tent. Um, no, I
1: mean, the next... So, they go at Giants, Eagles at home. They just played with them in Philly. Mm-hmm. At Patriots, that's winnable. At mm-hmm. Seattle, is it going to be tough? Yeah, that's a winnable game. And they then you can get to Giants the at home five. before you go to Dallas.
0: They could win three of the next five. Yeah. yeah. No, they could win three of the next five. Uh, they could. Then it gets tough, dude. That's, the, what, that's what I'm yeah. saying. So, to my point, at least they're going to feel like they're in it. And then they got to win those games down the stretch. They've got to steal a couple
1: of those. What do you – like, it's way too early. But like, and that's the other thing. You got to feel good if you hang around five hundred for that seven spot.
0: Yeah, it's going to take nine wins, right? Maybe that's eight. Kinda, the last couple years. I mean, these nine, teams at nine. the
1: bottom are not going to win. Giants are out. Bears yeah. are out. Minnesota. I'm not confident in that.
0: No, I don't think about, I, I. I didn't think they were going to win. If Minnesota is a hurt. playoff team because I, if they're over hits on the win total, I'm <laughs> fucked. So, um, you know me and the Vikings. Uh, okay, Reed, What?
3: Is there a 2023 NFL version of last year's TCU? They weren't highly touted throughout midway through the year. I think they weren't even ranked through, like, college football it was week six last year, but they made a push to the playoff. What? Who is the NFL's version of that team?
1: NFL? Yes. Whoa. Uh, you know what? I asked Scott today on a plane. I said – who would you rather pick to make the Super Bowl, Detroit or Miami? But then I realized, obviously, the Dolphins' road's tougher, right? Yeah. Because of just how many more teams are involved in, in the better. So I just thought to myself, who's a better football team, Detroit or Miami? It's, and,
0: hard, to, it's hard to fucking figure.
1: Yeah. And so, to me – it's, it really, I mean, the way the difference is, the, the matchup is enormous. You, you've said it from day one. Miami, can you get pressure against Tua? Because guess what? If you do, you're going to be successful, right? Yeah. And Detroit is pretty darn complete, man. That's the like thing. Like, they, they, I mean, and golf just said, all right, my running backs are out. We're going to chuck it against Tampa. I, I think Tampa's defense is above average. And, he, he took that game right into his hands and said, I got this, don't worry about it.
0: You you got to have – you have to have as an NFL team like different ways out of situations. Um, you know, because things pop up. Injuries to your secondary. Montgomery gets hurt. Yeah. You know, you're, you're playing left-handed against the Bucks on the road. Like you have to have it, your pass rushes and getting home like it usually does. You have to have different ways. You got to be malleable. The way I like the Eagles, you know, I don't think the Eagles are – the best team in the NFL, you know, I, I think I think they're one of them. Yeah. But what they do really well is they can win different types of ways, and I think the fucking Lions have gotten into that mode. Now I wouldn't put the the, the Dolphins in this conversation because I thought the Dolphins were contenders going into the season. Like I, love, I almost I love them the roster. The I mean, they, I said this in in one of the pods in the offseason. I go, they have maybe one, if not one of the best rosters. They have the best roster in the league, and some people laughed at me, but. Like, when Jalen Ramsey comes back, they're pretty fucking complete if everybody's healthy and, you know, you can work around the offensive line stuff. So, um, ah, of any – it's tell you the what- Houston Texans. If, if there's anybody who's going to make a run, nobody's going to go to the Super Bowl that you didn't have winning the division
1: or close. What about the Browns? I think a lot of people were high on the Browns. Okay. I think the Browns okay. are
0: overrated. I, I, I just thought about – I thought everybody or. was
1: ranked ahead of them in the division. Yeah, going not in. S- not the Steelers. No, no.
3: AFC five and six seeds will be the AFC East runner up and the AFC North runner up. Is the seven seed more likely to be the Chargers or the AFC North third place finisher, AFC or North. even Houston?
0: I think it's AFC North. AFC I mean, North. we just we just went through the Chargers yeah. games. Like, yeah. I think they could be staring at like Brandon Staley thought he escaped because uh, they beat you know whoever it was a couple weeks ago. The Vikings, we thought they might go into the Raiders week with a new coach or something. Like, no disrespect, but this is not going well, and it's only going to get a little worse here soon. Like, they could make a run late, but I think if it gets bad, it's not going to get better. And uh, if you look at the the Texans, I really like them. You know, they're like, I got a lot of respect
1: for what they're doing. Yeah, I, I give the head coach all the credit, man. They're just a brand new version of ball, and it's awesome.
0: But the reason we are giving them so much respect is because they're playing above themselves. Yeah, And, you know, like, you can judge the first quarter of the season off results and everything. It's some of the reason why there's friction sometimes with fan bases who are like, but we're 5-1 and one, or but we're 4-2. and two. But we, as people who are watching the games, have ideas of who these teams are, regardless of the records and regardless of how well things have gone or if they played above who they are. Like... I kind of feel like I know who the Texans are, and there may be a team that could slide in the playoffs. Like, you never know. Nope. But it'd be hard for me to imagine them making um, a run this year. I just, like, with the, with the other teams in the, in the AFC North, like, either the Bengals are going to wake up or the Steelers have a high floor, higher than we even thought this year. Somebody's going to be there in the AFC North. Yes. But how many wins is it going to take? That's the question. Ten. That's and that to me is like winning ten games in the fucking AFC. Like I'm gonna go with somebody I, even if the Bengals don't look great and I don't I'm not saying the Bengals are gonna do it, but since I'm playing the field, I could see the Bengals winning ten games before I could see maybe the Texans doing it just because no of doubt. the youth. No, I totally agree. And because of some of the spots that they've been able to kinda like hide.
1: They saved their season with that the, that stand mm-hmm. against yeah. Seattle Sunday. They yeah, really did. No,
0: it was huge. The D-line. Hats off. They yeah. They really did. Love okay, Steve, I got a playoff softball game, so... Hey. I got to go. Does
1: it start with a 1-1 one, one count? I yes. I don't know. I'm not pitching yes. tonight. It I just does. want to say
0: this. I'm the ultimate team player. I You know, these guys are looking at me the whole season like, oh, the boss likes to pitch. We can't say anything about it. We... You know, you walking, started guys. off good. I did start, you start off, good. off good.
3: I just had a tough stretch. A little too much uh action on the arm, I think. I think we wore spin. your No, no, we wore your arm out. You wore I think my we arm pitched out. you too much. But That's what all did I mean. do for the pumpkin? Oh, playoffs, I thought it was cuz
1: of the pumpkin.
0: No, was it was not cuz of the pumpkin? <laughs> I said, "Guys, I'm going to get out of the way. I'm going to let producer Scott uh run the show and it's kind of nice to sit in the fucking uh dugout and look at lines
3: and just hit dingers."
0: Yeah, exactly.
3: All right. Go get them, boys. All right, Steve.
0: Thanks, buddy. Do it for the branch. For the the branch, for the branch, bro. See
2: ya.